0: Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And what is going on, fine citizens? Welcome to the fantastic Friday edition of the Detroit City Cast. Great to have you around. I'm gonna set you up for the weekend. And obviously with the time difference with the Open Championship, stay tuned to my Twitter. I'm going to give you some ideas that I have and strategies to look at for the weekend. And obviously based on when you listen to this show on Friday, you know, it's five hours ahead or so in Scotland. Uh, but I do have some plays that I have for you. We'll get to those in just a little bit. But first, let's take a trip to the Motown betting window. And it's brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers and Swing for the Fences on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook this week, when you make your first time deposit using code DERBY on the base for a home run derby, sign up is super easy with the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook app or visit BetRivers.com. Deposit $100 to receive a free Bet Rivers bet for the home run derby or deposit $250 and get the total home runs for the entire derby as a Bet Rivers free bet. This offer is valid July 11th through July 18th. So download the BetRivers online sportsbook app today and use code DERBY when you make a first-time deposit. Visit BetRivers.com to see all the latest odds, boosts, and promotions running this baseball season. Bet with a winner. Bet with BetRivers. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem. Call 800-270-7117. The Tigers continue to just play some terrible baseball. I mean, we discussed this on the show. Throughout the win streak, the six wins in a row and the eight wins, in, you know, eight and two record in, in ten games and th- through that White Sox, you know, the Guardian series into the White Sox series. I, I kept telling you that, listen, it's going to be fun at times to be a Tigers fan, but there is no big run this team is going to go on this year. Yeah, there's a ton of games left and anything's possible. Look about the Rockies, what was it, 2006 or so, when they were like 19 games out or something and made a huge run towards the end of the season. That is not going to happen with the Tigers. Casey Mize is on the IL. They're just too inconsistent offensively. There's been, you know, obviously, Riley Green's finally back, but was gone for much of the year. Yeah, I like what I'm seeing from Baez. Yeah, I like what I'm seeing from Candelario. But this Tigers team is just not good enough this season to be a contending playoff wildcard type team. Hopefully... That continues going forward, and they can learn from, you know, what the issues were this year, add some pieces, get Mize back healthy, you know, Green's going to be another year, you know, seasoned veteran, Uh, you know, get guys like Tarek Skubal to be more consistent. This team has talent, and I do believe A.J. Hinch is a great manager, but there's some of you that thought the Tigers, and still might think the Tigers, are going to go on some kind of crazy run and get back in, in wildcard position, It is not going to happen. The Tigers, again, go down to the Guardians. Go down to another team where the offense can't get anything going. Elvin Rodriguez is now 0-3 with a 10.04 ERA. McKenzie, by the way, won his seventh game. He's 7-6 with a 3-2 ERA. And he struck out 12 Tigers in eight scoreless innings. Remember, the Tigers owned the Guardians last time they played them in that four-game set. In Detroit. Well now the Guardians might own the Tigers. And we'll take a look here at game number two. Uh later tonight, it'll be a 7-10 start. Hutchinson, who is not, you know, he's not been terrible, but he has been good. He's one four with a four-oh eight uh ERA. Please you know, win record-wise with loss win record-wise not good, but ERA is actually under four. He's two and seven with a three-nine-nine ERA. And White, the, the Guardians were a much bigger favorite than I thought they would be. Remember that line did come out, but with the lack of respect for Alvin Rodriguez, the Guardians were minus 220 to 240. Now when you look at game number two at Bat Rivers, it's a little more reasonable. The Guardians minus 186, Tigers plus 160, Guardians minus one 1.5 plus 116 on the run line, Tigers plus 1.5 minus 143, uh, the total over 8. Minus 118, under even money. It's a no play for me whatsoever. You might see me throw something up there on Twitter over the weekend of the Tigers. maybe lose this game and, and we'll see, you know, I don't think they're going to get swept out of the, you know, the guardianship, if you will, What a dumb name for a team, by the way. It'll be a 410 start on Saturday, Panena goes against Quantrell. Tigers will be another underdog in that one. and then uh, they'll close it out on Sunday, 140 local time uh, from Cleveland. And obviously here in Detroit, Bruschi will go against Bieber, and there'll be a dog in that one as well. It's about picking your spots this weekend if you want to bet the Tigers. I definitely don't like a Friday night. We'll see what happens if they lose. Then maybe you, the, the opportunity would be to take them with Pineda, who's been pretty solid. You know, he's only two and four, but that's not all his fault. Tigers really haven't hit uh, and scored a lot of runs when he started. So this is it's it's a frustrating time period right now. To be a Tigers fan. But the good news is. We're going to get into some of these lines here in a second. The good news is. Football is right around the corner. Now if you did not hear. um, I sit down with my man Troy Mocker. The senior manager for content strategy. At Bet Rivers. uh, On the Throne on Thursday show. Please check that out. By the way earlier in the week. We sat down with Joe Durant. Up there at Warwick Hills. And talked to him about a bevy of things. Including live Golf. uh, You know what's going on with. Some of these players and the way they're handling things. Uh, you know, talked about some of the, the possible things that could be added to the PGA Tour. And I uh, just really had a, a really nice chat with Joe Durant. So check that out. That was from the uh, Wild Wednesday show if you missed out on that one. Uh, but I want to run, uh, you know, into some lines here when it comes to the Big Ten, Michigan, Michigan State, some stuff on the lines. We'll start with your national title odds. bama continues to be the favorite of Bet Rivers, plus 150. Uh, almost 40% of the bets and the total tickets right now are on Alabama. Ohio State, your second favorite, plus 250. Uh, Georgia, the third favorite, plus 4 to 1. They've got 22% of the money and 13% of the bets. Buckeyes, just 9% of the money right now and 11% of the bets at Bet Rumors. These lines are going to ebb and flow as we go forward uh, and get closer and closer to college football starting. Clemson, your fourth favorite. At twelve to one, they have six point four percent of the money and three point three percent of the bets. Notre Dame forty-five to one. There, you know, there's some value there. I think Notre Dame's going to win the national title, but they are taking some uh, some bets right now. Four point two percent of the money, two point two percent of the bets. Michigan at fifty to one, three point one percent of the overall money right now. Two percent of the bets. Penn State, of course, big football for Ben Rivers in uh Pennsylvania, they are 60 to 1, taking 6.1% of the money and 3% of the bets, taking more percentage of the money right now, overall at Rivers, in all their different markets than Michigan is, and the Spartans, 150 to 1, just 1% of the overall money and 1.1% of the total bets. Big 10 winner odds for you. Ohio State, big favorite, minus 230, 88% of the money. The Buckeyes are taking 62% of the bets. So what you gotta think about is finding value if you want to bet against the Buckeyes. I think the Buckeyes are gonna win the Big Ten this year, which I could say I believe to Michigan. But is it Michigan at eight, you know, plus eight fifty? Is it Wisconsin at 13-1? Penn State at 13-1? Nebraska at 17-1. I went to the Big Ten title game last year. I was there and got their ass kicked by Michigan. Is there value there? Even though they're, you know, trying to figure out what they're going to do offensively? They're eighteen to one, along with Minnesota, the Spartans, twenty-seven to one, and then there's no value with Purdue at thirty-three to one, in my opinion. Indiana forty to one, Maryland a hundred to one, Northwestern two hundred to one, Illinois and Rutgers two hundred fifty to one. So if, I, if I'm looking at identifying someone to bet against the Buckeyes with, yeah, Michigan would be someone I would throw in that mix. But I'm looking at Iowa eighteen to one. They're going to have a good defense, offense with some question marks, but we shall see how they're able to get things going uh, as we get towards, uh, you know, summer camp. Iowa could be the value there. And, you know, you look at Nebraska, too, maybe it's 17-1, to 1, worth a flyer on them. But you're, there's no way in, in God's green earth I'm laying 230 on the Buckeyes. Yeah, they're the likely winner, but a lot of things can happen. Talked about this with Troy Macher yesterday. What about injuries? What if C.J. Stroud goes down? You know, they, they did lose a lot on, on offense to the draft. That being said... They definitely are the favorite for a reason, but no way I'm laying 230 on Ohio State to win the Big Ten. By the way, odds on both uh, the divisions: Big Ten West, Wisconsin, the favorite plus 175, 45% of the money and 43% of the bets so far. Pet Rivers, Nebraska plus 250. Maybe there is a little value there. 24% of the money, 1.2% of the bets. Minnesota four to one, Iowa five to one, Purdue seven to one, Illinois forty to one, and Northwestern. A hundred to one of the Big Ten East. Buckeyes, no surprise, huge favorite, minus five hundred, taking eight point one percent of the money, thirteen percent of the bets. Penn State, second favorite at six to one, eighteen percent of the money, nineteen percent of the bets. They don't know their quarterback's going to be, and I just think that there's some Penn State fans that are betting you know blindly right now. I, I don't think there's zero value on the the Penn State in any line, especially at this point uh, in this you know the preseason uh, or you know before we get to the Actual regular season, maybe if that line goes up to 10 to 1, 11 to 1, maybe if that line goes up to you know 20 to 1 to win the Big Ten, there's a little more value there. Right now, though, at 13 to 1 to win the Big Ten and 6 to 1 to win the Big Ten East, I'm not liking that at all. Wolverines plus 650, they're the third favorite, 51 percent of the money. No surprise, Wolverines are a nationally bet team, including, uh, of course, uh, highly bet in Michigan, and 38 percent of the bets uh, by far. The, the most bet on money wise and total ticket wise. Spartans 16 to 1 in Mel Tucker's third year, 22% of the money, 25% of the bets. Indiana 100 to 1, Maryland 150 to 1, and Rutgers 200 to 1. How about Michigan State's win total? Seven and a half is the total right now. The over is taking 91.5% of the money and 41.7% of the bets. The Michigan State, over 7.5, is the 27th most wagered on win total by money. I think that win total is right where it should be. I think the Spartans are probably going to win around eight games. And the over definitely has some value right now. It might go to eight eventually. So if you'd like the Spartans to go over uh, or to win eight or nine games, this is the time to take it. And there are lines on um, all the week one games at Bent Rivers, but we'll focus here, obviously, on Michigan and Michigan State you got the Spartans, 18.5-point favorites against Western Michigan. That Friday opener on September 2nd, Western Michigan, plus 650 on the money line. The Spartans, minus 1250 uh, on the money line. The total, 54.5. And no surprise, 99% of the early money on the Spartans, on the Spartans' money line, and 98% of the bets on the spread. Just 36% of the money on the Michigan State spread, minus 18.5, and 60% of the bets. And the over, 54.5, taking 89% of the money. And 92% of the bets. Michigan uh, and Colorado State in the big house. I'll be there with the Doc guy, my dad. uh, Scott guy, my brother-in-law. Maybe even or the Owens, my nephew. That'll be on September 3rd. Uh, Right now, the Wolverines uh, 27.5 point favorites of Bet Rivers. And the total 59.5. Michigan has, uh, the spread for Michigan has 29% of the money. And 24% of the bets. The over just taking 7% of the money. 18% of the bets, you have 93% of the money on the under, and 82% of the bets on the under right now for Michigan and Colorado State. And some interesting stuff when it comes to the Detroit Lions. Of course, we've discussed their win total uh, for the last couple weeks here. It's 6.5 at Bet Rivers. 70% of the money is on the Lions over. 85% of the tickets is on the over 6.5. I got it at 6. We talked about this months ago, uh, right after the draft. And I think this could actually end up going to... It's possible, if it keeps getting bet nationally the way it has been, it could go to 7. I don't think it will. Uh, It could be 7 plus like 120. But to me, if you're going to take this bet, I like the Lions to win 7, 8 games. You got to do it now. I would not wait much longer. Lions pick the playoffs. The yes is plus 340. The no minus 445. 94% of the money and 91% of the bets is on the yes for the Lions to make the playoffs. It's a little crazy. Uh, it's the 8th most money to make the playoffs uh, right now in the entire NFL at Bet Rivers. NFC North odds for the Lions. There's value to me here. 9-1 right now. Uh, Packers, obviously injuries can be a problem. Vikings are going backwards. Bears are a total question mark. Uh, 7.3% of the money right now on the Lions to win the North. At Bet Rivers at 9-1 and 3.6% of the bets. To win the NFC, they're 50 to 1, 4.5% of the money on the Lions to win the NFC and just 1.3% of the bets. But they do have the six most money to win the NFC right now at Bet Rivers. The Lions 125 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Very negligible money and bets uh, overall on the Lions. And week one, September 11th at Ford Field, the Eagles minus 4. With A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts be the guy that uh, the Eagles need to move forward, Uh, the Eagles' money line minus 195, Lions plus 158 on the money line, and the total is 46.5. Eagles' money line has 72% of the money and 70% of the bets. The spread has 91% of the money. The Eagles' spread that has minus four and 79% of the bets, and the over has 79% of the money uh, and 85% of the bets, 46.5. Uh, is the total right now by the way philly detroit the sixth most wagered on game of week one by total money it's the third most popular game of week one by total tickets eagles minus four is the second most wagered on spread play of week one the most popular spread play is the broncos minus four and a half for seattle each of the lines last 11 home openers by the way have gone over the total i think this one has a great chance of doing as much by the time this game goes off that total could be 50. We'll see how the lines obviously, you know, look in the preseason, and hopefully there's no injuries. And same thing with the Eagles, but that that could go up to 50. So if you're thinking about, you know, wanting to make a bet on the game, on the over, I would definitely take it now. And I do like the over in that game as well. Lines also covered uh, the spread in four straight home games. We're going to talk, obviously, much more about this game as we get closer. We're going to talk about my man Ryan, uh, the host of the Philadelphia City Cast. We're going to have him on the show soon. We're going to do a little crossover action talking about this game and, I'll tell you, I think the Lions are, you have a great chance of winning this one, but it's way too early. Got to see what the injury, you know, situation is. Got to see how you know training camp and everything goes there. But the Lions' muddy line, Lions plus four, might be a solid play. Uh, might be a big play for us here on the show. All right, that's going to do it for a trip to the Motown betting window. Brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And coming up straight ahead, I'm going to give you some strategies for the weekend. At the Open Championship, some plays that I made heading into Friday, and as I always tell you, if there's things that I'm gonna kind of pull the trigger on uh, over the weekend that I didn't have before the tournament started, I will throw them up on my Twitter as always. I know a lot of you have made some cash with my golf plays into you know in progress during the tournament, especially obviously my pre-bet, my pre-tournament bets. Uh, so please check my Twitter at danleach 971 We will break all that down coming up straight ahead right here on the fantastic Friday edition of the Detroit CityCast, brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. So it is a little tricky, uh, as I've explained with the different, you know, the time change based on when you listen to the show. But I'll tell you, I'm going to give you the strategies I have heading into the weekend. And of course, you got to, you know, check the leaderboard and, Make sure you're always checking the weather. There's, you know, basically some rainy weather in the morning wave. It should dry up towards the afternoon wave, uh, you know, five hours difference, of course, in Scotland. So it's it's one of these things where, you know, we we took before the tournament started, we took Seamus Power, we took Tommy Fleetwood, we took Tony Finau, uh, we took Shane Lowry, and th- those guys are going to have to turn things around. I mean, Tyrell Hatton is the, the best chance for us right now, as he had an early tea time on Friday and, you know, definitely could be in the mix with a, a solid round uh, heading into the weekend. But to me, there's some plays I want to look at. If you, you got to see where Hatton is at, you know, whether you're listening to the show during his round, you know, early in the day, uh, or, you know, he's already finished his round. I mean, I, to be honest, there's very, it's very unlikely that any of you will be able to hear the show in time where he's still on the course because he started so early on Friday morning. But if he is back in the mix, if he's within six, seven shots of the lead, obviously you want to make sure that there's value when it comes to what his outright odds are. But I think Tyrell Eddin's got a great chance, and that's why we made a pre tournament play on him. If you had to take him yet, maybe you get him at 30 to one, six shots off the lead. That is definitely worth it for me. But there are, th- there are three guys, and we'll get to the other pre tournament bets here in a minute. There are three guys that I I think are worth throwing some cash on. And as I mentioned, you've got to kind of see where these people are at based on when you listen to the show. But if there's any kind of reasonable number, plus they're within six, seven, eight shots, I think you make some plays on these guys because this is going to be a wild championship. And when you look at what happened in round number one, I mean, can Cameron Young sustain... What he was able to do in round number one? I don't think so. Weather's going to be a factor. It always is. And you're going to be able to get some great value with some of these players heading into the weekend. And to me, there's three guys I'm looking at. Lucas Herbert. We had him a couple weeks ago uh, in the Scottish Open. I think that he's definitely got a real chance. The Australian. Uh, I know he has, you know, around a 7 o'clock a.m. tea time, local time here in Michigan. He shot a 200 in round number one. I know heading into the second round, he was 130-1. to But listen, do we really think that the lead's going to stay at minus eight, even with Rory at minus six, if the weather becomes a factor? No, because, you know, Rory's kind of middle of the day uh, here and like two o'clock in the afternoon in Scotland. And, you know, he's obviously a couple off the lead, uh, you look at, uh, you know, heading into the round, Dinwiddie, who's not really proven. Cam Smith, obviously, could be in the mix. Dustin Johnson, we talked about maybe making a first-round play on, and we ended up not doing that. Uh, you know, Dustin Johnson is up there. I don't think that these this lead is going to last and stay where it's at. I think it's actually going to go down, and we're not going to have someone run away with this thing. So, for me, Lucas Herbert is a play for sure. Bright, I can't believe that I'm saying this. Well, I can't, because it's obviously something that I believe in. And you know when I'm giving out plays, I'm, I'm taking them myself. I can't believe I'm giving out Bryson DeChambeau, because we've talked about him many times on the show and how I have very little trust in him. He's obviously coming off the injury. But there's just something that I saw in his first round that made me feel like there's some value there. He shot a, a 69, a 369. He's off around 8 in the morning local time in, in Michigan. Uh so you know, early afternoon uh uh in Scotland and coming into the round he was forty-one to one. Is there a great chance Bryson can win this thing? No, but is there a chance? Absolutely. He has another good round. His odds are gonna go down to 15, 20 to one at best. So I have a play on 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 Bryson Deschambeau uh, you know, heading into the the round on Friday, but this is something you can play heading into the weekend, based on when you listen to the show, say with Lucas, Lucas Herbert, based on how they do and where their odds are at. I mean, obviously, if Lucas, Lucas Herbert goes crazy and, you know, shoots like a 7-under a and finds a way to be within a couple strokes, then obviously his odds are going to be way lower than they are heading into this round, or heading what they were heading into the round at 130-1. But if he's like 30, 40, 50-1 to one, within 4, 5, 6 shots, he's a play. Bryson DeChambeau, who obviously started the round or we will start the round minus three, which is five shots off the lead. Let's say he's three or four or five shots off the lead. You can get him anywhere between 20, 25, 30 to one. He's definitely a play as well. And then Danny Willett, former Masters champion. Danny Willett shot a 369. He starts at 848 local time. You can get Danny Willett at 100 to one, entering round number two. If he's floating around that, even if it goes down to 60 or 70-to-1, or even 50-to-1 if he's two or three strokes off, Danny Willett, a play for me as well. Now, as I mentioned, Hatton could be the guy where he's within three or four shots of the lead, and you can still get him at a reasonable price of maybe 20, 25-to-1. you got to kind of weigh the options there. But, of course, the great hope is that Shane Lowry can get things together because I think Shane Lowry can have a really good Friday, and it's not like it's – he's even par. You know, is, is the lead really 8-under? I don't think so. But Shane Lowry gets started at 10-10 local time. So one of the last groups in the afternoon. The weather should be – and the course should be much better at that point. Shane Lowry, we'll see where he's at heading into the weekend. Hopefully he makes the weekend. But if he has a good day, like let's say 3-4-under is three four five shots off the lead. You can get Lowry at 30 or so to 1, 20 or so to 1 then I would definitely, you know, if you haven't taken him yet, like I told you to do before the tournament, take him as well. And same with Tommy Fleetwood. Fleetwood shot an even par 72. He tees off at 8.15 on Friday morning. And Fleetwood, same kind of thing. Let's say he has a 2 300 day. Let's say the lead doesn't go higher than 8-under. He's 4-5-6 shots off the lead. Get Fleetwood at 40 or so to 1, something like that. 30, 40 to 1. He would definitely be someone you'd want to throw on your card if you have not taken him yet. And as I mentioned, I'm going to have... Any other additional plays that I like, uh, you know, heading into Saturday and Sunday. And obviously, with the time difference, you'll have to check my Twitter because we're not going to have a show over the weekend. Uh, but there, this is going to be, I think, a wide open affair. Yeah, I mean, if you're a Rory fan, and I wasn't going to take him as the favorite, we talked about this, uh, you know, on the Wild Wednesday show, that you're either taking Rory at 10-1 as the favorite, or you're trying to find someone 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th down the, the you know, the trough. And Shane Lowry is one of those guys. Obviously, Tyrell Hat was one of those guys. Tony Finau, and you know, for Finau, Finau did not have a great first day, but I think the Tony Finau who ended with a birdie can maybe get a little momentum going early. And you know, the projected cut going into to Friday was around plus one, plus two, and I think Tony Finau can have the kind of day that at least gets him back in reasonable, you know, spots of contention. He's plus one heading into Friday. A later tea time, ten twenty one 21 local air, uh, you know, one of the last ones. And I think that he could have a really solid day at 3, 4, 500 a day. Uh, could be in the offing, and then he's right back in, in the mix. So, Tony Finau could be a guy that you might want to bang based on what his odds end up being. And our other play, of course, was Sheamus Power. Seamus Power plus one as well. You know, both him and Tony Finau entering Friday were right there at the cut line. And, of course, they're going to have to make some moves and at least, you know, be two, three, or four or so under to, you know, make sure that they make the cut. And I think Seamus Power is another guy. Let's say he has a three or four or five under second round and was within three or four or five shots of the lead. Seamus Power, if you haven't taken him pre-tournament, would be a guy that I like as well. Because I looked at other guys like Garrick Higo and uh, Ryan Fox and Ineki Matsuyama, and I just, right now, I'm sticking with the guys that I mentioned to you. And, of course, the three guys that could be a solid play for you as well uh, based on what their odds are, Lucas Herbert, DeChambeau, and Danny Willard. So let's have some fun this weekend. Let's squatch those tickets and keep the dream alive. All right, that's going to do it for the fantastic Friday edition of the Detroit City Cast. We got a big week next week. Lots of Michigan, Michigan State stuff to talk about. Uh, we're working on a very special guest that is currently on the Live Golf Tour. So I'll let you know when that becomes uh, a certainty that they're coming on the show. just a matter of when we can schedule it. So that should be very exciting. And we'll talk uh, some lines heading as they get closer and closer to training camp next week as well. Until then, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch, on this fine, fantastic Friday saying have a great weekend. I'm out of here.